At Push My Buttons Podcast, you can get all the gaming news, as well as information on latest releases and game reviews. You can also watch us play some of your favorite games, everything from Sonic the Hedgehog to God of War, on YouTube and Twitch. Follow us on all the social media and listen on all of your favorite apps. Just search for Push My Buttons Podcast. Think of the children! You must walk feminine, talk feminine, smile and beguile feminine, utilize your femininity. That's what every girl should know, if she wants to catch a bow. Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? Okay, first, I'm not a princess. I'm the daughter of the chief. Same difference. No. If you wear a dress and you have an animal sidekick, you're a princess. I think you can kiss your trade franchise goodbye. What a- hey, everybody. Welcome to our 100th episode. Oh, my gosh. How is it? can't believe it. We made it 100 episodes. insert here. For... <laughs> oh, wait. No, I think... Do I have that? that... Yeah. Well done. Hey. Uh, the ball. Uh, we can't believe. Good job. Yeah. Can't believe we made it to a hundred episodes, uh, and uh, it's so it's time to look back. It's time to look forward. Uh, we've got um, we've got three more franchises. We're going to roll out through the end of the second season, but it's time to start thinking about our third season and what we want to do throughout the majority of 2023 at this point um uh we are uh at this point kit are you back she back i am back can you hear me now yeah it just you went you went red for a second there sorry kit sorry that was my bad another sound effect i made several jokes and nobody laughed so i assume no one no no that uh we we couldn't see the cape She's, uh, okay, back. To, are they really there Andy, without the sorry, cape? <laughs> I'm not. I assume you mean Cape Fear. Ooh. No capes. <laughs> anyway, um, or cod. No, no capes. Yeah. Um, Shh, Jamie, okay. Andy is speaking. Sorry. Uh, how dare, point of order. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I don't have the floor. <laughs> uh, this is strict Robert's Rules of Order parliamentary procedure here. State of the Union. Andy's secret power, by the way, is Robert's Rules of Order. That's right. We have uh, high school stories about his he and being a secret Robert's Rules of Order agent to win every competition invo- involving parliamentary procedure. So it's true. Wait, I got wait for the autobiography, but it's there. I got recruited <laughs> onto uh, trivia teams uh, because I'm I was really good at the Robert's Rules of Order thing. So. Uh, Take that, Health Occupation Students of America Bowl. <laughs> and JB's secret power is talking. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my, I will tell Holy you all sleep. about how we're going to lay you on the table. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Motion to lay on the table. Oh, yeah. If that's your birthday. You never movie, introduced yeah. this while we were dating. I feel yeah, cheated. Is, yeah. If that was a Sierra couch move, I'm, I'm <laughs> shorted. Uh, yeah, well, it's not lay on the couch. You got to lay on the table, baby. And only in the chambers, if you know what I'm talking about. That's right. All right. Check out my robe. Okay, so this brings me to a really, really important announcement. Um, okay. 
Uh, <laughs> sometimes we get a little too crazy for for the podcast. Uh, too horny on main, as they like to say. Um, we've who talked says big, that? You, no such you've thing. You've never heard that. Same no. day. I want to know who they that. is in this case. Yeah, who is this? They yeah, suck. That, that's a, <laughs> or not? Or yeah, they are not. That's the whole problem. We have a that's the whole thing. Like you, you set up an alt account on your Instagram or your Twitter where you can be really horny, but you don't get too horny on main. So oh, you so have main to like it's just the tracks. The whole tracks thing here, so you you can't be horny on main because you. I think it. you just made that up, Andy. What? No, that's a thing. <laughs> I'm like I'm horny on West Temple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to be horny on West Temple. There's nothing there on. That's scary. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, that's some Salt Lake City humor for you, right there. Anyway, uh, be horny on main. Anyway, um, but. For when we are a little too body here, or really just because um, looking at this, there was stuff we wanted to do in our third season, and there just wasn't enough time. So we said, well, what if we did, but we just sort of added another tier of content? Introducing our Patreon that's starting right now. You can... Oh, okay. Here, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash kiss your franchise goodbye and sign up to become a patron of ours uh, where Brooke and I are going to start a project for the next, I don't know, 10 years. Can I say the punchline? Yes. We're going to put the fun and cock into Hitchcock. Ah! We are going to watch every Alfred Hitchcock movie and talk about it. Oh my gosh, there's so many of them. Um, it's it's going to take at least a year, and there's going to be stuff uh, as we go through the franchises we're talking about in season three. That's going to be a little bit too much for the main feed, and so if you're going to want to maybe so stuff that's too horny for Maine we're gonna um you know uh put on the patreon um uh there's don't worry we don't require a ton of money uh our first tier is i'd buy that for a dollar um a dollar a month you get access to everything nice yeah i like the name yeah and then i almost recorded this episode from the tub so, Patreon fans, get ready. See, we could we can do exclusive hot tub, uh, uh, you know, hot tub recording sessions and uh, Andy's basement sort of... tub recording sessions. Sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, get me the funds to buy me uh, my my sex dungeon, and then we can record from there too. But the, I mean, maybe we could get you on that show on Netflix where they. Help oh my God! It's such a good show. To be a sex dungeon, unfortunately, I think. How to make a sex room. room in your house child's bedroom. So he might not agree to that. Um, it's called How yes. to Make a Sex Room, and it's the best show. I love her. She's my new hero. Oh wow! She's quite entertaining. I may have to check this out. Yes, my my current apartment. Uh, the. We, we have it basically set up as a studio apartment 
where my bedroom is in the main room and then the uh the bedroom bedroom is taken by a child so uh we will not be making a sex room in here but if the patreon takes <laughs> off maybe we can move me to a bigger house where we set up a sex dungeon you said and... the loud part soft and the soft part loud exactly you know I mean. <laughs> and if you want more of <laughs> Loud soft part, part soft and oh, soft wait. part loud. Um, uh, that that's for the Patreon. So go to the Patreon. We're gonna we're gonna put the fun and cock back in Hitchcock. Um, thank you, Brooke. Uh, and that's Anytime. gonna that's gonna be a project. Um, so uh, there there's gonna be cool upcoming uh, Patreon content. Uh, that is the biggest announcement of this state of the franchise and we will get that started even before uh we go to uh get into season three we've already had are we gonna do an nft for the patreon you just you have to join the patreon even if you think it's for the birds because in reality it is (laughs) (laughs) it's notorious where's that sound effect good one i need the yeah i need the i need the (laughs) i need the the trumpet for for dad joke what are some other air horn that might be the thing that we invest those patreon dollars in is more sound effects <laughs> for, for, a trombone on here yeah. for really a new syndrome <laughs> so he can have like 20 of them at his fingertips yeah. for your listening yeah sure. so so we're not just you know uh you know, doing sound effects by ourselves and whatever Zencaster gives us, uh, like like this, or you know, the crazy uh, drums. That I mean, this is the, this is the dirty Patreon. So don't you need like a Magic Mike version of that sound? Oh yeah, we'll we'll get uh, we'll get some you know some Comes slide a lot of squishing and wet noises. Like a, yeah, like a like a Pepsi fridge right yeah. next to it. Okay. Something like that. Get all sorts of things. So, um, yeah, just talking about next year. um, The state of the franchise is as strong as it has ever been in American cinema. Uh, Coming coming out of COVID, uh, looking at the movies that are coming in 2023. Oh, my gosh. Okay, here's what we have coming up next year. You've got in Man. February, Magic Mike, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. In March, Creed 3, Scream 6, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, John Wick, Chapter 4. All of those in March. Uh, oh, and at the very end of it, a new franchise, Dungeons and Dragons, oh, Honor yeah. Among Thieves. In April, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Evil Dead Rise. In May, we're back with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and Fast 10. Or is it Fast X? I don't know. And every single uh, insecure white person's fear or biggest nightmare, The Little Mermaid starring a black woman. Um secondary to that in june uh, another black spider-man uh the the follow-up to spider-man across the spider-verse 
Uh, very excited for that. I love that first movie so much. Uh, we're also getting another Transformers movie somehow. And if Ezra Miller can keep himself out of jail, Why? The Flash also in June. Why? And Indiana Jones 5. In July, Tom Cruise is going to yell at us about COVID again in Mission Impossible <laughs> Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, we're getting a big fancy Oppenheimer movie from Christopher Nolan. Uh, we're getting The Marvels by Nia DaCosta. Uh, a, a Theodore Roosevelt biopic from Martin Scorsese. And a Barbie movie from what? Greta Gerwig. Boy, did you layer those appropriately. I can't wait to watch those back to back. You know, uh, Oppenheimer by Chris Nolan, Theodore Roosevelt by Martin Scorsese, and Barbie, Barbie by, by Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. All of those in July. If it's the Barbie from Toy Story 3, I accept. I don't know. The, have you have you been seeing the the stuff from that movie? That movie looks insane. I'm I I am here for Barbie, I think. <laughs> I think our timeline is screwed. Yeah, we're we're we in do? the we're in the weirdest franchise timeline for sure. August, a Blue Beetle movie, uh, which is a lesser known DC character. Um, but it's really cool. Um yeah, uh, he is. It's not the tick. No, oh, that's um, disappointing. Uh, but it's going to uh, star. Um, uh, oh, I'm I'm I might be saying his name wrong. I'm I'm very sorry. Jolo Mariduena, uh, who has been on Cobra Kai, he's going to be the uh, he's going to be the main um, uh, Jaime. Uh, why can't I remember his last name? The new Blue Beetle. Cool story. And also Harvey Guillen from What We Do in the Shadows is in it. And hey, I love that show. I know. So good. Uh, September, we get a Nun sequel for, fr uh, for fans of that uh, franchise. And uh, a another Quiet Place spinoff in October because nobody asked for it. A Craven the Hunter movie starring Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, because Morbius was such a huge success, we got to do another weird, not connected Spider Man movie. Uh, and an Exorcist sequel from David Gordon Green. In November, we're returning to Arrakis with Dune Part 2. Wait, how, how do you do a that. sequel to The Exorcist when. I don't know like half of the, the young priest got <laughs> old it's... Yeah. everybody died except the the characters so uh, i mean you you it's david gordon green so it's essentially what he did with halloween oh, but he's gonna goody. do it with the exorcist i went to really doing. bad places the priest develops a sex kink and this is what the second movie's about Ooh. <laughs> um but supposedly alan burston is returning in the movie and it stars Leslie Odom Jr. So, those shout are... out to Sea of Love, totally underappreciated film. Yeah. Anyway, I am uh, excited. I, I I'm interested in that. I don't know if I'm excited about it. I'm excited about Dune Part Two though, because I love Dune Part One. 
Well, how could you uh, not be excited for the second exorcist? <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, uh, buy buy your stocks in uh, uh, in pea soup right now. You know, <laughs> and head turning. They're gonna get. Maybe they'll go go crazy and choose like gumbo Ooh. or Ugh. you know something, oh. something terrible and chunky. That would chicken be... tostada soup or something. How <laughs> come all of the, the tortilla strips? That's the... <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, also, the something's that... just a parody. Wait, this should be on Patreon. If I, we're talking about soup textures you're getting a hint at what the content's gonna be <laughs> um we rank the soups that we most want to see yes lots of tier lists on there uh s <laughs> tier pea soup uh a tier uh is mom's chicken tortilla chili. soup yeah, yeah minestrone <laughs> vegetable beef with barley <laughs> clam chowder oh, corn anyway. chowder Okay. Mulligatani. Oh, Can you imagine? <laughs> oh. on okay. If we keep talking like this, they're not going to come to the Patreon. <laughs> Offer all your barf soup content. Okay. The uh, something else that <laughs> really works for waste management, and he's just there for the soup. <laughs> Nasty. Okay. Something else that might make okay. you barf a Hunger Games prequel about uh, a young president Coriolanus snow uh and in december a movie who asked about... for that uh, yeah i don't know uh also in who asked for that uh in december a young willy wonka movie starring timothy chalamet this shut the no. fuck up wow and a remake of the color purple uh what i'd see and uh, a potentially a Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. There you although, go. I accept. And Aquaman and the Last Lost Kingdom. So, oh my gosh. So many, so many movies. Wait, uh, what, what are they going to call the Willy Wonka? Young Willy Wonka? William? I think it's just called Wonka. <laughs> just Wonka. <laughs> Little Willy. <laughs> but hey, oh, it's also got... It's also got Mr. Bean and Keegan Michael Key in it. So, Chocolate Willie. Oh, that's going to be delightful. Chocolate Willie. <laughs> Better than Wet Willie, I guess. <laughs> you done messed up now, eh, Ron? <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, You're not I, in a club. <laughs> this is going to be. Also starring D Nice. All right. Uh, so, it's crazy to me. I, you know how franchises have just taken over everything but let's concentrate on the things we want to talk about there are so many nice franchises out there it's time to talk about the things that we're going to talk about next year it's time for everyone to introduce those let's roll for initiative uh, those of you not familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, we will now roll a twenty-sided die for each of us and Damn, come up with the one. order Wait, that we're going to do. Are I you can rolling? Roll because I feel this is biased. All right, I rolled a thirteen. Who wants me to roll for them? I want Kit to roll for me. Okay. Andy, I'll let you All roll right. for me. Bro Wait, Bro I want Bro you both to roll for me, and I pick the number I want. I apologize, Brooke. 
I rolled a seven. Okay, hey, that's hit, my lucky number. That's fine. I'll go hit roll, mi- hit okay. roll mine, and then Andy, roll them at the same time. Oh. All right. One, two, okay. three. Oh. I rolled an eight for Jamie. Um, here, sorry. It didn't. <laughs> Andy's sorry. fell off the I'm couch. doing digital <laughs> dice. Uh, I rolled an 18. Okay, so oh, I'll take we the, can do I'll our own the, digital the, dice? I'll take the middle. I'll take 13. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the middle between the two. I rolled a six for myself. Um, Melissa, do you want me to roll for you? Sure. Okay. <laughs> See, I mean, I rolled really high for JB. I just rolled low for <gasps> Melissa. Over. No, Melissa got a natural twenty. So. Oh well, well she's yeah. the returning champ, of course. She's the returning champ. So yeah. Melissa, you get to go first. So that, I think that order then is Melissa, JB. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my that, phone. That's initiative right there. <laughs> Breaking out the lightsaber. You're like, lost my oh, yes, I get, I'm going first. Yeah. Oh, I just rolled my own dice. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, that's on the Patreon. Okay. Let's, okay. So, <laughs> so Melissa, JB. On camera. Um, what? I, I can't remember the, the rest of the order. Well, um, you were a, you were the lowest, right? Brooke, what did no, you get? Yeah, I w- I'm a seven. I was the lowest. Okay. I I had a thirteen, okay. and I think we'll just give JB a fourteen okay. so he can be. Clean. No, okay. So so then that's the order: Melissa, JB, Kit, Brooke, me. Because I got okay. Brooke, I got a six. So oh, you got a six. So Seven's going... higher than six. I see. Right. <laughs> Depends on the shape of your die. Uh, <laughs> are we going? top to bottom and then bottom back to top uh yes so we'll do we'll do draft snake order uh we each have uh a couple of franchises um with an ass we have veto power uh yes i mean if there's something that you want to veto um not that i'm planning on it i was just curious yeah absolutely uh but if you veto something then I know. Well, that person might turn around and veto yours. So, mm-hmm. also on the Patreon. <laughs> 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 All right, um, Melissa, why don't you start with your uh, with your first franchise? So I picked the Clerks franchise. Um, nice. Here's why. Okay. Um, so in the '90s, Kevin Smith was pretty ubiquitous, right? He was everywhere. He was just, he, he came out with the first Clerks, and several movies after that, you know, um, like Mallrats and uh, Chasing Amy, and and it was just yeah, <laughs> it's just and you everywhere. And these were extraordinarily popular films, especially with people of my generation, Gen X. And so um, the funny thing is, you know, he's made two uh sequels to clerks clerks two and three i've only seen clerks two once it was pretty good from what i remember clerks three though came out more recently and i just actually got around to watching it maybe i don't know a month or two ago and um i it was like looking in a mirror when you don't want to look like (laughs) when you know that that you're just like hung over and your skin's all blotchy and you got a pimple and you just, you know, you haven't plucked your brows in weeks and you're just like, Oh, I don't want to look. 
it, that's what it felt like. And I was like, I wonder if I revisited the other two because the other two movies, like I said, Clerks 2 I saw once back when it was released, like what, 14, 15 years ago, probably. And the original Clerks, I probably haven't seen that in a good 20 years. So do I, yeah, I wondered if I would feel the same, much like all our movies, would I feel the same about these first two that I haven't seen in years, decades? Would I feel the same? And would it feel like looking in a mirror when you don't want to? And I have a feeling the answer is yes, but we're going to find out unless somebody vetoes me. (laughs) I have a question. Uh Uh-huh. I've only seen one and two also, but are we including Mallrats and Chasing Amy in this? Well, I wasn't, but I guess we could. I was was more curious. Adjacent. I'd be I'd be down for it, but I th- I think this might be one of those like if we want to do it the entire quote unquote view askew universe, um, I mean that might be good Patreon content. Patreon, yeah. Um, to to add those three, um, um, I have a soft spot in my heart for all of those. I, I'm I'm mm-hmm. happy to also do them on main because I think they're um, they're all really interesting. And um, I, Brooke, I know why you want to do Mall Rats and Chasing Amy. <laughs> why? <laughs> um, oh, because uh, Jason Lee's in it, and I know how much you love Jason Lee. Duh. <laughs> I was just curious. It's not, it's not, it's not another actor who's in those movies. <clears throat> That's a great. What kid? So, I'm sorry. What was that kid? I'm sorry, I talked over you. Uh, I would also add to the Patreon-only content that we should discuss Zach and Mary make a porno. Interesting. I have a soft spot for that. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's so good. It's it's charming. It's not part of this universe, though, is it? I thought it was. I thought Jay and Silent Bob were in it. They are. Hmm. Uh, and Curious. Jay and Silent Bob also show up in oh, spoiler alert another franchise we're going to talk about later. Um, and so yeah, I mean it would be interesting to um, to do all that. So yes, I I I think though like the clerks the clerks trilogy itself is kind of like a nice unifying concept. Whereas mm-hmm. the, the rest of those are kind of all over the place. And it's just yeah. like Kevin Smith sometimes like being off in a corner by himself. But, um, uh, but some of that's really fun. So, uh, but yes, clerks amazing. Uh, I, I love it. Uh, JB. What is what is your first nomination? So my first nomination would be the Kurosawa Mifun. Well, I guess it's depending on how many you want to watch. Generally, it's um, four main movies uh, in the samurai field. So it'd be Seven Samurai, Rashomon, Yojimbo, and Sanjuro. Um, but I know you and I've talked about a couple of other films. One which was kind of the precursor to one of your favorite films. Yeah. Um, a movie called Hidden Fortress. Yeah. And there's also another movie called Throne of Blood, which, I mean, these are all movies that formed a lot of the current, whether it's Star Wars or, or, or other 
um, kind of good versus evil franchise type films. So I think at least the first four would be great. And then Andy, if if you think time permits, watching Hidden Fortress or, or Throne of Blood, one of the two, kind of fits into that. But um, I haven't seen a lot of Kurosawa since um, I was taking film classes. Um, so just incredible films, uh, really, really deep lots to deal with. But um, four movies that I, I really love. Um, and five if you count Hidden Fortress, obviously. So those yeah. would be um, mine. And and after everyone sees my picks, you're going to laugh because I'm also the guy who's like, Demolition Man is the greatest film ever. So I recognize there's a lot going on in my head. Um, yeah. But I, I do love Seven Samurai so very, very much. But yeah, those are my, you know, again, Andy, the, the Kurosawa, Mifun, um set of movies. Yeah, and, and the, I mean, Hidden Fortress specifically, because that's always been the, like, the thing. It's like, oh, if you watch Hidden Fortress, it it, it is very much a, a plot template for the original Star Wars. And, um, you know, you can see a lot of parallels in in the characters there. And it's, it's really interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's just, yeah, how do we shake that out? And uh, um, I had a weird thought that maybe we actually save Hidden Fortress until we do Star Wars. But, yeah. Um, I mean, I think if time does not permit, Throne of Blood and Hidden Fortress are, are pretty easy to work into the respective sub-franchises we think they sort of inspire. Right. They're... Um, there's so, so out there so i mean i have got a, a set of other movies that i think would also be good so if we wanted to just keep it to four um could certainly do that yeah i put them on the list just because i was like i don't know maybe yeah no they're they're great ads again i two other really good movies but it's also hard to watch more than four of these <laughs> in a row right well, and seven samurai is three and a half they're, hours they're all long. two two and a half three hours because it's just so much yeah. i mean history and character development and scene chewing i mean that's a lot so um i'm okay i'm okay if you you kept it to four or, or broke them up in some other way yeah might be. Uh, i wonder what what others think anybody has any immediate reaction raise the too much samurai movie band i have not seen these so i do have nothing to say i can't chime in one way or the other oh. and i won't block <laughs> i'm okay with like a three and a half hour movie as long as it's good mm. you know um if it's just three and a half hours because it somebody didn't edit the director or you know what i mean like nobody told him no then then i have an issue with that probably but yeah. I've heard good things about these movies. I've just never had the time to really sit down and watch them. So, you know, this this will be good. Exactly. I feel like film nerds are often want to put uh, Seven Samurai in like the the top ten films ever made. Mm. Um, yeah, they, I mean, and you could make a case that Rashomon and Yojimbo, in their own way, are equally good. I, um, absolutely just different. Yeah. So. And and um, I this is this is so much fun too when 
you watch Seven Samurai and then you realize how it is the template for like a dozen other other movies. Um, oh, yeah. The Magnificent Seven, obviously, uh, and but uh, also A Bug's Life. <laughs> a Bug's Life is a Seven Samurai adaptation. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, uh, it's uh, so anytime you're like, oh, you get a bunch of people who are pretending to be awesome warriors. Um, I mean, in that way, I don't know, Three Amigos is kind of a Seven Samurai movie. Uh, it's, uh, By the way, if, if you have time, Martin Short and Steve Martin were on Howard Stern. And, I mean, just their banter between the two of them is hilarious. But they talk about Three Amigos and, you know, how they were on the cover of Empire. And the whole time Steve Martin's like, why are we doing this? And they're like, you're a cult classic, guys. So it's like, oh, I had no idea. So it's pretty funny how, you know, the humility of, <laughs> of them in this great movie, you know. Wow. That's that's amazing. Okay, cool. So TBD, which Kurosawa samurai movies? But sounds like Kurosawa samurai movies are in. Uh, all right, Kit. What is your first okay. franchise? Uh, so I I specifically am choosing musicals this year, but I had to like narrow them down into. So do you guys want the old ones or the young ones? Uh, whichever one you want to go with first. All right. Uh, just because I think it might make Brooke happy, I'm going to pitch the Beatles musicals first. So we're talking A Hard Day's Night, Help, Magical Mystery Tour. We could do Yellow Submarine, although I found out that it they actually don't do their own voice work in Yellow Submarine. Right. And that kind of makes me sad. So um, there's also, I guess, a a biopic like of their last concert that apparently sounds really like emo and, and angsty where they're all just sniping at each other and I think it might break my heart to watch that so I didn't put it forward um, but um, I would like to watch them one because the deals are great two because these were very formative uh, for us as children and also uh, because the they're really fun. And I one of my favorite things about this year was that Melissa put forward Toy Story just because it brought her joy. And so I was like, what's something that could bring joy into the world? I'm like, well, the Beatles running around asking for their ball back might do that. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. Can we have our ball back? <laughs> I love this pick, kid. I love it. Thank you. I've actually never seen these kit and I'm so excited. I would <gasps> love maybe for Patreon we could do a a stream of us watching them uh, and reacting because I, I would love to see you and hear you laughing. That would be great. The, I just sent y'all a live a link to the live Abbey Road cam where you can watch Abbey Road whenever you want to. It's three forty eight in the morning and there's a red fox running up and down the street. That's, that's so cool. Well. Okay, sorry. I'm not gonna say only in Britain, but that's fucking. He's at the bottom right hand side of the screen if you're watching. I'm I'm turning it on right now. I'm gotta like. Where's this? He's fox? walking back out. He's like right in. There he goes. Oh oh oh. Okay, I, I had to scroll. Oh, I see him. Oh my gosh. 
breaking news. Do, 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 <laughs> Important Fox content. <laughs> right now. Anyways, on thank you Abbey for Road. this pick kit. I love this oh, so much. And uh, then I get to. This is. I mean, A Hard Day's Night is one of my most favorite movies. Um, and Richard Lester, I, I will love to talk about him because he went on to uh, direct a Superman movie. And uh, there's, you know, drawing that line between A Hard Day's Night and Help and Superman 2 uh, gets uh, very interesting. So that's I love it. Life. Yeah. I'm so excited. I love it. Um, awesome. Uh, Brooke, your first franchise. So for my first franchise, I'm actually going to go with Scream. Do you like scary movies, Brooke? What's your favorite scary movie? Um, yes, I do. I love them. And I love the Scream franchise because it is delightful. <laughs> it was one of the the first scary movies that I watched where I was like also entertained and laughing and it it makes fun of itself, it makes fun of its genre, but then it's also just really, really good with the way that they make the movies. So um that is the franchise that I'm going with because I think that life is scary and also funny and also amazing and I like everything about this franchise. Everything. Even going into movie number six, which uh, the last one that came out this year got a lot of flack, but I just love everything about it. And unlike Candyman, the sequels are also very good. And, and I am correct, right, that Jay and Silent Bob show up in Scream 3? I believe so. Yeah. I. It's been a long time, but, like, I I thought I remembered that. Find out. But, I, I, yeah, I haven't watched these since, like, I think I tried to watch all the Scream movies in, like, 2001, 2002. And yes, w- when do. there were only three or four of them. So, and I haven't seen any of the new ones. They're really good. I just, I really like them. And if you like horror movies, um, which I do, and I'm happy to keep, you know, trying to throw out at least one horror franchise each each season. Uh, this one, there's not too many of them. I don't feel like it's overdone. And they're still putting out good content. So I'm excited. And they're definitely, like, the first meta franchise, like, where it feels like it is commenting on itself all the time. And it's commenting on the genre. Like, that was the entire purpose of the first one. And it's it's so cool to see them. But it's not just a parrot. It's not just making fun of itself. It's actually really scary at the same time. Yeah. I... I was going to say, I don't think I've seen anything except for like Scream 1 because I found I found them so frightening or I found that so frightening when I watched it. But I also have more. Oh, the, like, the rest of them are just as good. Like, I, I don't think they get less scary. I don't think it's one of those franchises yeah. that you watch and you're like, oh, this is so it's not it's not Candyman. 
which I apologize for all the rest of those, but <laughs> they do. Were, I'm glad we watched those. They were enjoyable, even though they were terrible. I'm yeah. glad I got to see them. And I'm excited for the sixth one that's coming out. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it after this last one, because there were some big things that got switched up. So, And the characters, like you really fall in love with the characters. And their stories and what it does to them. So I'm excited for this one. I hope you all like it. I'm I'm uh, very interested in that. So. I, I picked a 90s franchise as well. So, <laughs> I, I mean, the 90s, I, I think uh, it's like they give us and they take us away, right? I mean, in terms of movies, there's some really great things. And then there's some really putrid stuff. And we, we've gone all over some of the putrid stuff. <laughs> On this podcast, but I'm I'm excited too because a lot of these '90s movies that I remember really loving, I again I wonder how will I feel yeah. number 46? You know, I haven't seen any of these movies in a very long time. So, and, and I'll be honest, I'm not sure if I've seen them all <laughs> at this point. Um, so I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I went and saw um, the first one in the theater mm -hmm. this past year because they showed it. On its anniversary and that oh. was really fun i went and our friend eddie ended up sitting in front of me but neither of us knew the other was there until the end of the movie and then i was like of course that was you of course that was you enjoying it as much as i was um and it i felt like the first one held up i'm not sure how i'm gonna feel about the rest of it i mean it is it's this thing and it was the same thing with Candyman. like how well are these going to to hold up i feel feel pretty solid about this franchise. Um, but, you know, I mean, we talked about it with Candyman. I used to sit in my tiny, tiny little house in South Provo with my roommate, Caroline, and we would watch horror movies in front of her 60-inch big screen in our sleeping bags because we didn't even have couches. So all we would do is sit and watch horror movies, and the Scream franchise was really pivotal in that because of... It was like a sitcom. It was like sitting down with friends to me. I never watched Friends, but I imagined that <laughs> I would feel about Ironic. Friends the way I do about this, this, I know, <laughs> about yeah. this franchise where I would sit down with my friends and I would watch their lives play out in these really horrible, traumatic ways that were still entertaining. And it made me feel a little more normal in my real life. So, Brooke, do you know the story about how we think Eddie and Kit and I are related. No. Eddie's last name is Warfield. Correct. Which uh, is uh, our mom's uh, maiden name. So, oh, how funny. Um, we're like, we have to be related because there are not that many Warfields. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care if we are or not. I'm not going to like dig through ancestry.com to figure it out. I'm just going to say we're related and like you're my cousin. I don't care. So, Eddie's Eddie's my cousin. We've decided I like this. That. I agree. Yeah. So, um, shout out to to Eddie. Hey Eddie. <laughs> Hope you're hey, listening. Eddie. <laughs> anyway, um yes. I'm I'm excited about that too and I I do I like the crossover and if we do end up watching like Jay and Silent Bob, they also um, in Jay and Silent Bob strike back. They also have a, a scream shout out and like uh, 
Shannon Doherty and Wes Craven are both in there. And uh, yeah, um, it's a, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, I, I like all of this. I like the sort of weird, uh, oh, I hate to use this word, but synergy. That's such a like ugh, ugly <laughs> corporate buzzword now. Get some Way synergy. to be outside of the box. Andy. Corporate synergy. One of my favorite movie lines of all time comes from Scream 2. And there was just something about the way that it hit my neurodivergent brain when I watched it the first time that always stuck with me. There's these three sorority girls at the very beginning of the movie. And they're walking by and and uh, Shannon Doherty, or yeah, she, she, was wa she was walking down the street and the girl is like totally fake. It just nothing real about her. And she walks by and she goes, hi. No, I really mean that. Hi. <laughs> like, as you're watching it, you're like, oh, you're so painful. <laughs> and so when I'm around people I don't know, I say that. And they don't understand that I think I'm being funny. And it makes it even funnier to me. Big gulps, huh? <laughs> well, see, see you later. <laughs> oh, I love you, Brooke. You're the best. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Scream. Adopted. Um, okay, so I think that brings it to me. Um, uh, I have talked about both of these franchises as uh, things that I've wanted to do for, um, for incredibly long. So we'll just pull the Band-Aid off on both of them at the same time. Uh, since we are doing this in serpentine order so i will go through both of mine then we'll go back to brooke and and so on um my two franchises are uh the irish folklore trilogy uh the secret of kells song of the sea and wolf walkers because you know i can't get away from us talking about animated movies um and especially ones that have so much social commentary in them and my second one is magic mike <laughs> since we are getting a third one uh we are definitely <laughs> uh no we should we should be playing genuine's pony i mean this is harder to do but yes <laughs> that's the patreon song and this one you just get like 70s john holmes yeah um I'm 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 actually very excited for that that third one. I thought Magic Mike XXL was so much fun. It is the movie that was least made for me that I had like the most fun watching. I just was I was like this this movie's crazy. It's hilarious. It knows exactly what it is and it's just having a great time. Um and uh for then for Patreon content, um, while we are doing that, uh, definitely want to talk about other stripper movies. So for free, you can hear me talk about Channing Tatum and Joe Mangianello and uh, men stripping, and that's not a problem. But if you want to hear me get really embarrassed. And see uh, him on camera get really embarrassed. Sure, we could do that. If you want to... If you want to see me blush as we talk about women taking their clothes off, then uh, then we can we can do that. We'll talk about 
female stripper movies like Flashdance and Striptease and uh, Showgirls. So, uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. It'll be fun to compare and contrast, like um, where we where we came from and where we are now. Uh, where now it's like, yeah, okay, this is this is normalized. We're we're happy to have this this kind of movie uh, be out there, and uh, I think that's that's a good thing. That's a great thing, in fact. I I do not know what it is, but I would like to do some research and come back and submit a trans or drag queen stripper movie for this franchise for us to also enjoy for all of our all of our queer fans out there yes and our 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 other ally fans are are uh, yeah are there i'm sure they're i'm happy to take one for the team and watch a whole bunch me too of, of drag movies to find the perfect stripper movie yeah, because like I you. know there are lots of drag movies, but like I didn't know if any of them were like strip drag. So, um, yeah, I, I have to say like there's definitely more of like a cabaret that I'm aware of, um, but I'm I'm betting because cabaret does is the precursor of stripping that we could find yeah. something delightful where they take off their clothes and show off their. They're beautiful, glamorous, you know, all that work. Yeah. It's so interesting. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, definitely interested in doing that because, again, for me, like, the, I don't know, the, the social commentary of, like, 1980s, 80s feminism, 90s feminism, it's okay to show women being quote unquote empowered by taking off their clothes. And that that is like, it, but those films also still feel a little exploitative. And um, I don't know, I'm interested in revisiting them and seeing if, if I still feel that way. Uh, and then like, and then suddenly, <laughs> Uh, it's like Magic Mike, male strippers, um, and it, there's a lot of uh, different, uh, I don't know, different vibes in in that. And there is this, especially in the first one, it feels like there's a lot of social commentary, class commentary about like the Great Recession and. It's weird how all of that is like woven in there. Um, and I'm, I just, I find it fascinating in a movie about like male strippers that like maybe this is actually about like class consciousness. And then these dudes are just gonna like take their shirts off. So, you know, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, but yeah, I love that idea. I think that's, I think that's a great idea. Okay, um, Brooke, your second franchise. My second franchise, because love is scary, is the Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan franchise. Yeah. And adjacents. Just a couple. And and so though, 
so those adjacents are um, shop are, around the corner. Yes, the movie and... that inspired "You've Got Mail," essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Ithaca. We're we going to watch Ithaca, the mm -hmm. Meg Ryan directed movie that has. Now is, I've never seen Ithaca. But my understanding is it's a like a supporting role, or is Tom Hanks like a full star in it, or do we not know? Have we don't know. Seen I haven't Ithaca? seen it. Okay. Cool new I territory. Was, I thought it was just a bit part, but maybe not. Ooh, so maybe yeah, I, just a bit part. I think they both just have a just small a bit role. So because Tom Hanks is like the father that dies. And Meg Ryan is the widowed mom, I think. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it looks like he's just at the beginning. Yeah. So we'll we'll just watch the first ten minutes of Ithaca, and then and then just the tip. Just bit. the tip. That's top. A, with a twenty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, you get twenty-two minutes, and then take that, Tom Hanks. I think it'll be interesting, yeah, to track the like. The like, oh, there's these, especially, uh, you've got mail and sleepless in Seattle. They're like classics. Like everybody knows those, and they are like the, the the pinnacles of rom coms, and especially of like '90s rom coms. And then, just like uh, this movie that everybody hates, despite uh, like what's the what's the difference I don't know it'd be interesting I love it I love it I love it I love it and we stand Joe versus the volcano oh yeah there's there's Yay! no movie I'd rather watch than that that's awesome I don't think I've seen that entire movie <gasps> oh, <gasps> oh, I can't even wait oh that well, we so have great. to do that one live stream that's oh, that... how I felt when Kit and Brooke both said they hadn't seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrel. Oh, seriously. <laughs> Gasps all around. It's no, the Tracy well... Morgan gasp for all of you. Gasp! <laughs> no, yeah, I'm... Uh... No, that's great. Um, that'll be a lot See, of these, fun. These movies, when I need comfort and love, these are the movies I go to mm. every single time. Like I think I have watched You've Got Mail probably more times than any movie second to empire records and then second oh, wow. to that is joe versus the volcano like they they are a formative part of my soul and fabric and being um especially like meg ryan at the beginning would you like to hear one of my poems <laughs> she's like everything she does in the character is like oh that is me like, you're so weird and awkward and i love you <laughs> i just like, they are where I go to feel like I'm at home. So I'm very Dad excited says for not to this. tell me anything about what you're doing or where you're going. I'm My father says I'm a flippity gibbet. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good. She's so good. It's so I I can't wait. I can't wait for you to see it. Oh my gosh, Melissa, I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay! Oh, we have to do a live watch. We we okay. should. That'll be Joe versus the volcano. Um, like it's so so like oh okay I'm done. I and a much wait. maligned okay. movie like people hated that movie when it <laughs> came out. It's like it's so weird, and you really do feel so depressed at the beginning. But it's just it's the best. 
fast. Uh, yeah, those opening ten minutes, I uh, I feel that working in like corporate culture sometimes, <laughs> like the fluorescent lighting and like playing sixteen tons as you like trudge into work. Like, oh yeah, I'm feeling it. Uh, I can't, I can't wait to talk about those three movies. That's great, and to talk about, I. You've got mail. It's really funny now to think about how, like, now those characters would be kind of the opposite. That, like, um, what what's Tom Hanks's character? Josh Fox, John jo- Fox, Joe, Joe Fox, Joe, Joe Fox. Fox, Joe Fox. Otherwise, it would be oh. Josh versus F- the volcano. <laughs> <laughs> but like now, Joe Fox is like the embattled little guy, like trying to go up right. against Amazon and Bezos, and it's like, right? Oh, they're trying to put, you know, big bookstores out of out of out of business, and I, I, yeah, I think that'll be a lot of fun to like. Uh, the tables have turned. <laughs> Josh versus the Bezos Kano. <laughs> yes. <laughs> unstoppable uh, yes so are you be... online like when the guy was it's just the greatest movie i even bought a eucalyptus candle to make my apartment smell musty. And, and and preview like how much fun it would be to talk about like is it time to do another shop around the corner type movie oh and, i want another while you were sleeping That's and who would want. it be Oh, while you while <laughs> you're sleeping, I want I want to cast Joe Fusco just for the he's leaning part. That's all I want. I is there a, I might have to bring this in for my birthday movie, but there is a musical that is a live theater production with Zachary Levi. I almost said Zachary Quinto, which would be a completely different tone. Be very of different musical. musical, yes. Um, but Zachary Levi did a like the old musical play that Shop Around the Corner was based oh, on. Really? Oh wow! Yeah. It's boring. Oh, um, no. <laughs> don't tell me that. I got really boring. excited. Wow, you had my attention for a minute there. I love Zachary Levi because I love that show Chuck. Chuck. So oh, I much. love him, and I love Chuck, and I'm just like this had so much potential, but. It's so old, and it just needs I have a musical on on hold for my birthday movie this year that I will require all of you to be drunk to watch. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. I, um, I have to hold it in. It's horrible. It's awful. But it'll be so delicious. I'm so excited. Okay. Uh, I will put that on the calendar. Be ready to get drunk. And and, and Melissa, you're gonna lose your shit. I just. Uh oh! You're gonna hate it, and you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Like every two minutes. I love it. Oh no! (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh! I can't wait. That's wonderful. Okay. Um, so much fun. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, adopted. Kit, we're back to you. Speaking of musicals. Okay, yes. So again, uh, trying to bring joy into the world, but in the spirit of representation and not having a bunch of old white dudes, um, I elected to choose Lin-Manuel Miranda as my second franchise. So because we have covered uh, his wonderful Disney movies, we would just be watching Hamilton 
In the Heights and Vivo. Wonderful. <gasps> and I've not seen Vivo, but I love I those either. other two. I have not either. And I've only seen In the Heights once in the theaters. And I liked it, but I was like, this is, this is a time commitment. So, Melissa, if you need to, I will buy you some cake. Or you know, why is everybody so concerned about my reaction to things? Are you going And you know, I I found it, it wonderful, but I do you know, I, you know, in case you need. <laughs> we put in the heights on on repeat for like five days at my house. We watched it so many times. I'm so excited. I just I think that the pool scene in that movie alone was like and especially when it came out and it was like the height of the pandemic we were all staying home um and you know here's all them like dreaming about winning the lottery and what they do and this like beautiful busby berkeley inspired uh big mm. big huge musical number uh and they threw in Star Wars references, and I, I don't know. I just, I i thought, I love that movie. Um, I just, yeah. I just found it so quintessentially American, but in a wonderful representative way. Yeah. That I, I was like, okay, if, we're, if we we spent an entire season talking shit about Disney and how they fail at representation, let's see if anybody is doing it right and what we hope for in the future. I'm uh, I'm I'm here for it. It's not scream. <laughs> I love no. it. Um, I'm excited and yeah. Again, I I don't know. I just I don't know what happened. Like I just didn't watch Vivo. I heard it was like it, I don't. Has it even come out yet? I thought so. I thought it came out last year. Did it not? Um, I. I thought it was coming out in like a, a month or two. I, I have not seen it oh, yet. Okay. I just saw a preview for it the other day. Um, well, maybe, so, so maybe I'll I'm wrong. And maybe I was, mm -hmm. uh, no, it came out in 2021. It's on Netflix. Oh, you're right. So cool. Yeah. So how I missed it. Uh, it was on Netflix. And if it doesn't take off, like immediately, it gets buried. Because Netflix, so, uh, interesting, and 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 it'll be really cool to talk about because all three of those were released on streaming platforms: Disney Plus, HBO Max, and Netflix. And we get to talk about like what worked, what didn't, why didn't it, what's the, um, yeah, that'll be so much fun. I can't wait. Be an awesome treat. Okay, JB, um, you have not just one, but two. I have two, and, and I, I appreciate the leeway because these were two trilogies that I went back and forth, and as you and I discussed, I couldn't decide between the two, so I thought I will throw them both out, um, and, and, and we can see what everybody thinks. The first is a, a trilogy which I've seen some of the movies from, um, but not all. It is Bergman's Trilogy of Faith, which includes Silence, Winter Light, and Through a Glass Darkly. Um, and, and again, the terrific movies. Anything with Max von Sydow, I'm going to watch. Um, but coming off of me watching The Seventh Seal, uh, 
on another podcast, which we love. Um, I thought I'd go with these. The second trilogy is Andy. I, I know it's funny because of the trilogy I'm going to talk about. You love the movie. I don't. <laughs> and I love the other <laughs> two. But I figured we had to throw that one in because it, it makes you happy. And I want to watch it and, and talk with you about it more. Um, it's the Jean-Pierre Junet uh kind of a pseudo trilogy of delicatessen city of lost children and amelie um so again six movies most of which i've seen and really love um, oh. and and wanted to bring them to the to to you all um so and, and we'll get into more detail about why i've chosen them i think as we go through them um you know as as, as all of us have kind of these last couple of years there's been a lot of existential crises and loss of friends and family and so I think that's the Bergman films in particular come from that vein, whereas the Junet are much more just movies that I think if you haven't seen them, three very unique movies. And and as Andy, as you said, movies where you can definitely tell he didn't have a studio telling him what to do, yeah. which is why we're not watching Alien 4 <laughs> in his <laughs> yeah, that that was the thing that like immediately came to me. I'm like, I kind of want to save Janae until we do Alien, so we can talk about what happened with Alien Four, right? Uh, and but like, I think this serves it up that then therefore, if we ever do get around to talking about Alien, uh, we will have uh, we'll have that background. Yeah, and like oh, we like how in the world is it that the guy who made Delicatessen and City of Lost Children then makes this like complete train wreck of an alien right. movie. <laughs> right. And you're totally right because you can tell based, you know, after we watch these three movies, you can tell where he was going mm -hmm. with Alien 4 and then somebody just came in and said, that's not going to fly with the studio. Because it could have yeah. been very City of Lost Children, you know, just, just that same vein. So, um, Anyway, like that's um, a movie that got studio noted to death for like, for sure. I mean, could I, we, we have can't really watch it. could we have Sigourney Weaver do this? Could we have you know uh, Winona Ryder? Winona Ryder do this? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm Why, so excited we... for these movies, JB. I love. Are you them. okay? Good. I'm I... like I when I saw them on there, especially Amelie, I like squealed. It's, I'm so excited. It's one that Andy always loved, and I never gave it enough credit because it was one of those, you know, you, you watch these in, in, like, film class and stuff, and you go, ugh, another one that we have to talk about to death. And then, you know, as I've talked to Andy about it, I'm like, I, I need to watch it again. And it sounds like with YouTube, Brooke, and, and see where I missed in the analysis of it, did I just miss the pure joy of it? right mm. so i'm really excited to watch it with with all of you because because i do i feel like i missed something and i want to i want to get it back um see what you all loved about it i have a little um oh what's it called one of those little shelves that goes over a toilet in a bathroom like a uh -huh. vanity shelf and there's an open shelf at the bottom and then the two cabinets above and on the bottom i have like this little like artsy shelf with my bath bombs and all the stupid nice. things but also on there is a copy of amelie it's like oh, cool. it's like my little self-care shelf of like 
come have a lovely bubble bath and enjoy yourself and watch Amelie because oh, I love awesome. it so much. I'm glad it's not a copy of Delicatessen because that would mean your bathroom is totally <laughs> different. <laughs> It'd be a lot different. It's Andy's downstairs that's, bathroom. That's, well. Yeah, that's my, that's my bathroom. That's my bathroom. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah. thank you for, um, you know, again, I, I tried to shoot for nine or ten and, uh, you know, Andy, thank you for the leeway because I am really excited to watch all of the movies that everyone's put forward but um you know some of these i i really loved when i was younger and, and like you said melissa i haven't seen again so uh, i'm interested to see how how my viewings of them go again i just i feel very silly being like let's watch some cartoons and strippers and jb's like ingmar bergman <laughs> and i'm like come on oh. i made you guys watch dead man and demolition man i'm done with man movies so let's <laughs> i'll leave that to you <laughs> Good call. If we yeah. need more man movies, we'll have Melissa put them yeah. in. She'll pick the good ones. <laughs> there is an RRR sequel. so Oh, yes. Um, the RRR sequel. That'll be on my 2024 list. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Every time when somebody mentions that movie, there's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for your phone to go off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh! Okay. Text me. Melissa, <laughs> bring us on home there we go. Uh, with your with your final franchise, which is just awesome. Yeah, it's very different from the first one. The first one is like warts and all Gen X. Let's look in the mirror if we even if we don't want to. This one is horror, like dark kind of black comedy horror, from what I understand. I don't know because for sure because I've never seen any of these and y'all are gonna be probably really surprised that I haven't seen these. Uh, but I, my second choice is the Evil Dead franchise. That's a great choice. Did did you see the TV show? No. Okay, so not even Ash vs Evil Dead. All right, this is interesting, Melissa. What a great choice. Yeah, I, I've I've long wanted to watch them, but I just haven't. Yeah, they're really good. I mean not not unlike uh, brooks scream choice it uh, a really interesting set of movies and andy's backstory about evil dead and evil dead 2 are probably going to be fascinating about oh my how they gosh, got these those made. movies are crazy <laughs> like how they got made and 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 like and evil dead 2 is essentially like them trying to remake evil dead 1 with, with actual money <laughs> yeah with actual money and it's just it's so funny how like and that this then launches the career of the guy who goes on to make the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. So, you know, um, that's, it's so interesting. And, but Melissa, I think much like Clerks, there are some artifices of 80s things in there that are very like Gen X and problematic mm -hmm. and, um, we're going to have to talk about some of them. We will definitely have to have a content warning on the uh, uh, on the first Evil Dead uh, movie for uh, a pretty uh, a, a pretty graphic rape scene that is very disturbing. So, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, uh, but we get to talk and about that. And the one comes out next yes, year. Yes. Another great choice for that. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, and then and and then yeah, and then you get the remake of, of the of that one 
done by Fede Alvarez and like trying to update it and trying to do it for like the 20 the 2010s and now the 2020s so it's really interesting to yeah see how it's grown I love it that's like everything that this podcast should be about so yeah and the text is to Marion which means Ghostbuster shout out real (laughs) wrath of God type stuff and all the Harryhausen oh yeah yeah. Valley of the Guanji my favorite Harryhausen film because they try to rope a T-Rex while riding on a horse (laughs) best pop motion ever (laughs) oh man Army of Darkness was like I don't know JB for you if it was the same but Army of Darkness was something I found myself watching all the time Friday night in in high school all the time you and I quoted that movie for two three years so So, um jb made me watch these movies (laughs) (laughs) i have no recollection of this kit (laughs) wow yeah i don't remember that either but yeah you weren't there Uh, so kit apparently there's a movie called waiting in the wings it's a queer musical that does involve stripping looks pretty good it was in the top five um gay musical movies list that i just looked up but when i typed ah! in waiting in the wings i was gonna send you just that movie instead of the whole five list if you type in waiting in the wings the first thing that pops up is waiting in the wings from tangled the disney miniseries apparently there's a song titled the same thing that's from a tangled movie and that's probably the only thing i'll ever like about it <laughs> is that it has the same name as a very gay queer musical. Oh, cool. Oh, well, boy. we have to. I'm excited. We'll, we'll, Brooke, we will have to uh, pre watch these with popcorn and, and wine. Yes. Yeah, figure it out. And then we'll we'll all watch them. I don't know, from, from our various hot tubs and bathrooms. And... <laughs> there it is. I yep. appreciate ten minutes, your noises. Ten minutes too late. <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, it was due earlier. We knew what it meant. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and and I the the last and and last but not least, uh, final announcement is here. We we are allowing the fans to pick uh, oh, yeah. one franchise. Um, uh, could have been two, but y'all decided to tie on what was uh, second place. So we're only 2024, revote. We'll do it 2024. again. 2024, yeah. Yep. Can, can do mm-hmm. it. So everybody who wants uh, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, just you couldn't break that deadlock. So uh, we're not going to do it for you, but we could do it in, uh, in 2024. Um, but we're going to watch the Indiana Jones franchise. And um, I think and if they ever get the fifth movie done (laughs) (laughs) well that's that's almost definitely coming out uh i mean i disney doesn't usually miss uh these deadlines uh and if they were worried about production delays they already would have moved from that date but they seem to uh be moving along there so um i think if we sometimes i am not smart Oh, what? I just realized, damn it, I'm not smart. Usually I record the podcast from my personal laptop, uh-huh. and I am on my work laptop right now, 
uh-huh. looking up gay stripper movies. Stay off the VPN. Thank you, Brooks Work, for sponsoring the yeah. podcast Cox about automotive. gay <laughs> Yeah, just uh, make Cox sure you're not on the VPN. now sponsoring our Delete gay history. stripper movie. <laughs> last, last hour. Delete oh history. Oh, my Real God. Quick. I am so dumb. You're going to get a get an email from HR. <laughs> we noticed some interesting things in your search history last <laughs> night. Could you I have a story not? that I will save for the Patreon about what happened earlier today on my work laptop. Holy shit, this has been a day. Oh my god. Talk about okay. being too horny on Maine. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't work for Cox if you don't want to be too horny for Maine. <laughs> That's what she yep. said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. I'm t- oh my god. Okay, so I'm going on mute. Okay. So, um, it, 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 talking about timing, um, I would propose uh, we're going to dovetail pretty nicely with Creed coming out uh, at about the same time that we're finishing up Rocky and Creed. Um, If we uh, then try to time Indiana Jones around its release, um, it feels like we then also have there would be a strong argument for either Evil Dead or Scream um, in like late summer uh, and October uh, for for Halloween time, uh, but also noticing that there is the the Scream uh, sequel comes out in the beginning of the year, and uh, so does the Magic Mike sequel. So. Um, we could move either of those up to towards the beginning of the year, um, uh, or we could, um, uh, yeah, or open to any other suggestions of how we might want to, uh, how we might want to do this. I'm good with getting Magic Mike out of the way early because I don't really want to watch those movies anyway. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> What? You want to watch them so bad. I don't like Beefcake. I saw the first one. It was terrible. You can have your Tatum Channing and, you know, whatever. I've only seen the first one also because I felt very similarly. (laughs) I like how. But I'm I'm excited to watch them with Andy. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the the Tatum Love. It's really just going to be the the awesome commentary by Melissa. Yeah, that's actually not what I'm really excited for. I'm gonna totally Waldorf and Statler that shit. Oh wow! That's gonna get really fun. Just lightsaber sounds like, the whole time. Patreon content. <laughs> no, it's gonna it's gonna be more like this. That's what. Oh. That's how I feel about these movies. I'm like we were all waiting for something. I'm like I, I'm like I'm gonna be the one I making lightsaber sounds over here. Don't cross the streams. Don't touch the sock. Don't fall asleep. Mom, that's my sock. What a gift. <laughs> what a oh, gift. What a gift, Andy. Magic yeah, what a gift. Um, uh, no, I, I don't... I mean, I, I I like how you're staggering them with releases. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the fact that you're building around that, I think... Again, I, I like your idea. I mean, I don't, I don't 
we can break these up. I don't want to necessarily make everybody feel like they have to watch 12 art house movies in a row. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I was, I was going to say like, can we intersperse one of mine between? Yeah. JB's? I was going to say, oh yeah. I haven't them all seen over any of JB's and I'm excited to, but they sound oh, heavy. None of them. <gasps> none. I, I went through an intense film phase and then I went through an intense anti-film phase where I just watched popcorn movies. And so I kind of missed things. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I agree. I mean, I think these are all great movies. So I, I, Andy, if you want to take a first pass and, you know, try to work the birthday picks in as, as breaks and such, I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll all be on board. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and we have three months to to figure it out before we have to figure out the the very first one we have to do. Uh, I think the question will be like, what what is the palate cleanser? What is the thing to watch post Rocky Creed that, that moves <laughs> us into uh, this? Um, well, those are which, there's birthday movies in in there, right? Yeah, which, yeah. By JB, the way, I love those movie movies. In the I got a, yeah. I got a, I got a great birthday movie for you all. So yeah. I'm. Really I love excited. the Rocky Creed movies, and also I apologize. In uh, yeah, I don't know what you're apologizing. I mean, the yeah. only one you have I'm to excited. apologize for is Rocky Five, because that. Rocky is... One is so rapey. Yeah. He's so effing rapey throughout the whole movie. Think about how much fun we're gonna have talking about how rapey he is. That's why no. he complained that he's not involved in Creed Three. He takes oh. her out on that date in the cemetery while it's snowing and cold, and is like, "I'll never let you go away." Yeah, and but uh, God, I love them. And and, <laughs> and what's his name is like throwing her her chicken dinner out into the um out into the alleyway because he's oh, so mad. Oh, and how they treat her at the pet shop like it's okay. The first one is really hard to get through, but it's also I, like but a I great love it. film. But it's, I also, yeah. Like, what is love it. Yeah. 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 So, um, we have had, I think, uh, this will be like the first requested Patreon movie, uh, to watch The Lords of Flatbush before we watch the Rocky movies. Uh, no, but it's essentially, it's, it's Henry Winkler and Sylvester Stallone basically playing the same characters that Uh. he goes on to play in Rocky. And so the, the argument is uh, Lords of Flatbush some was influential enough on it to influence Stallone's writing of Rocky uh, in, in getting it made. So nice. um, I, think, I think we may need to uh, delve into that. So, um, yeah. Okay. Um, but but that's it. Those are those are the franchises. Um, th- that's season three. Da 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 da. And yeah, um, next week we have Melissa's birthday pick. We're gonna talk dirty rotten scoundrels. So um, get get ready for your uh, your best Michael Caine impressions. And, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I don't know. Be ready to like uh, uh, hurt your your friend's legs a lot and see if they wince. So, I don't know, famous scene. Anyway, um, 
Uh, yeah, uh, lots of fun, and uh, we'll we'll be back with that. Uh, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, thanks for a hundred episodes to to all of you, to everyone listening, and to and to Brooke and JB and Kit, and a, and especially Melissa returning the chat. So <laughs> thanks everybody for being here. Okay, uh, that's it. Uh, love y'all. Bye. <laughs> I think that's the first time we haven't had anything quippy to say at the end of our recording. Thank you. That will be all. God damn it. That's not all. Because if one of those things gets down here, then that will be all. Then all this, this bullshit that you think is so important, you can just kiss all that goodbye. This show is part of the Geek Nerd Network. Geek Nerd Network. Find more shows like it at geeknerdnetwork.com. This is Jen.